Rallycross Conversations, chatting all things dogs and running. Join me, Michelle. Me, Louise, as we chat to guests and experts about dogs and running, sometimes whilst we are out running. Welcome to this episode of Canny Cross Conversations. Today we're joined by Scott Harrison, founder of the Six Pack Revolution, and we thought we'd chat because we're not talking dogs today like we normally do. We're talking about looking after ourselves and training as we age and get that little bit older. So Scott's our expert today on strength training and nutrition. So welcome, Scott. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Would you like to tell us a little bit about just Six Pack Revolution and what it is that you do? Yeah, I'll give you the short version. So on uh, December 2015, um, I was picking up the kids from school on a very rare occasion and I was waiting outside for them and I was looking at the parents walking up and it was very apparent that they were pretty much all bloated, poisoned looking, overweight. Some were so overweight they couldn't even walk properly. They were waddling. My, my wife hates it when I tell this story the way it is but <laughs> when she gets to the school gates. And, um, <laughs> and the little kids were running out to their role models and I was like, well, that doesn't look blooming good, does it? And then I realised I was one of them. Um, so I decided in the January that I was going to get myself a six pack as my New Year's resolution. I chose a visual goal because I wanted something that was uh, I could focus on and visualise rather than oh, I need to lose a few pounds, whatever it is. Um, so I set to work. I um, blogged it on Facebook. I had 36 other people want to join me. I told them I'm not messing around uh, and I didn't. I was quite strict. Um, and I started to study also more and more stuff as I was going through. Cut a very long story short, the nine team that survived to the finish line, the results were, wow, no one had ever seen anything. It was 90 days back then. It was called, in fact, it was called the Scots Too Hot 90 Day Six Pack Challenge. <laughs> and and um, uh, got my six pack, other people go, how on earth did that happen in that time? Anyway, I was getting begged to beg to beg to do another one. The following September, I decided to do another one. This is not a business at this point. Um, 120 joined that one. Wow. And let's jump forward five years. And we now have tens of thousands of participants in 65 countries all over the world, changing lives every single day. Um, and I've got it's grown into a completely different thing now. I've got a team behind me, which is a um, my wife's a, a nutritionist that specialises in applications of physical activity. I've got a bio, doctor of biochemistry, a GP, wow. a uh, psychotherapist, a doctor of chiropractic. It's like a world class team behind me. And then there's obviously little old me, who's got several diplomas now in nutrition, uh, celebrity PT, or a lot of celebrities doing my program now. Um, and I am a karate instructor, chef, author, uh, and so on, and so on, and so on. So it's become this crazy thing. But um, I turned all this around when I was forty-two. I'm fifty next year, and um, was, that's this is a relatively like I'm not this person who's been ripped all my life, which people get a bit shocked about when they because I show my yeah. photos. I'm I'm interested to know because it is it is interesting because you you said the thing that obviously the thing that started it off for you was that you were overweight and you looked at everyone else and then you realized it was you has that and you wanted that six pack has that now changed in that because we're getting older as you said you're nearly 50 welcome to my world um but have you has that changed as into the reasons you do the exercise and eat well 
as a sort of it's not necessarily about the weight so much now or is it is it still to do with that no, obviously it's not about the way because I teach everyone at the end of the program how to keep their results and still party twice a week. This was my utopia. I wanted to find that golden ticket, that best of both worlds, which I found. And I, if I have a a bit of a weekend, shall we say, like yeah. a bit naughty one, I'm really looking forward to Monday because I feel better when I'm eating well and exercising exercising just becomes the norm for me now I, I train five or six times a week um and i i i miss it if i don't do it and i think a lot of people don't understand that once you've got through that initial hurdle of actually getting you off your backside and doing something you actually want to do it it's just that getting past that initial and getting into the flow of it and obviously as you know and we're going to discuss today exercise um and eating well is everything really yeah and and I think it's because, uh, you know, we talked beforehand and, and you know that, you know, I'm a Pilates teacher as well as a canny cross coach. So and Michelle's a running coach. So we both know what we're talking about, but we still need that motivation, don't we? Um, yeah, which it's is why the accountability. I think. I've got two PTs. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a boxing trainer and a PT yeah. and a PT. So I still want to be. This is this is the thing that's different about six pack compared to a lot of others programs and things like that one it's not a diet this is just how the human body should be fed i'm not doing anything that clever in fact it's it's genius is in its simplicity yeah it is. Um, balanced plate of food balance throughout the day with hydration like just how you should feed the body but i the other thing that we do that i think people miss out i do a lot of this now the human the human i started pointing psychology. to his head by the way because this oh, is sorry sorry i keep forgetting i'm on, on video yeah i do a lot with the mind as well as just the body so that we can improve you mentally physically and emotionally um, and change all sorts of relationships preferably changing the bad ones that you've got with food drink and you with yourself so when you work on the mind and understand how the human mind reacts well to things and i study psychology i'm doing um quite a high level diploma at the moment I'd like to have my own practice at some time not that the six-pack revolution participants will ever give me time to do it i'm sure <laughs> but um what what we need to understand is humans like structure humans like to be told what to do mm -hmm. most, yeah. of them, most of them anyway some people don't like the truth sometimes which i get in trouble for because i will always tell the truth but um, so, and, and not too much variation either. They like to be kept in a in a kind of straight line, because as soon as you allow people to go off and do stuff that that goes into different directions and there's too much choice, they struggle and then they start to make mistakes and start to fall and they don't get the results that they came for. So the reason I brought that up is that I like I've got a PT because I want to be told what to do. I know how to do every exercise in the gym, I think, and to a good standard as well. Yeah. I want to be told to do it because I've walked into a gym on my own so many times and I'm faffing. Well, and it's I, exactly. And I've got, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm not, the lactic acid kicks in and I'm like, give up a couple of reps before I should, and so on and so on. Whereas when my PT's standing next to me, I'm not failing. I'm, I'm going to chuck in an extra two, you know? Yeah. So, so what's your, so we want to get on to sort of talking about obviously nutrition, but strength is, is really important as we age. And can you just sort of tell our listeners, you know, about that, you right. know, why, why it is so important? Strength training is probably the most important training of all. 
And if we're going to talk about runners, um, which we yeah. I assume we are, yeah, um, running, although is great for your head, and obviously you want to go out, you get into the zone, and you're, you're focused, and you're enjoying that time. And as you all know, that the first three kilometers of a run is probably the hardest. Then all of a sudden, there's like a little switch that goes off, and you are in your flow, and you can bump, 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 bump. You pre- pretty much could go on forever heart and lungs wise the only things that are going to give out is your lower back your knees your it band um ankles whatever you know you, you know what i mean you get into that yeah. flow where you're you can just keep running now my very simple analogy of what goes on there is at that 3k level and i don't know why it seems to be at 3k but it does the body seems to know that it's not uh, that it's on a journey it's not just popping to the shops so it very cleverly switches and regulates itself. So all of a sudden you get this calm come over you and, you, and that, that uh, breathlessness disappears. And that's if you're doing like a, a straight flat run. If you're doing trail running, it's different because you're up yeah. and down, you, know, you don't have a chance to regulate, but normal marathon type running. So what the body does then, it will burn calories and also burn the fat in your gut but hold on to your stored fat for as long as it can because it's on a journey. It doesn't know how long it needs to survive for. And actually will eat into the muscle before it attacks that fat, which is why when you look at your world-class marathon runners, they like running skeletons. Like they're long, sinewy. They're, yeah. not sculpt- they're not sculpted individuals. So it's even more important for a runner to work on their strength training to keep that muscle up now muscle uh, when you're training uh, strength training it's not just the muscle it's your bone density um your posture you know as you're getting older if that posture is not right which is good for pilates yeah and and if that posture um is hunched over and you know and and you're you're gonna have a lot more problems with inside you than if you are nice strong straight back uh core your core's been worked on so that's holding everything into place your core um and on top of that it's not just going to improve your health it's going to improve the way you come across to people you'll look more confident more powerful you can command more respect and and i mean that in a good way not in a you're going to put people down i just yeah. mean people will yeah. radiate from that you'll, you'll radiate to people they'll, they'll absorb you better if you are um chin up good posture um you know and then that improves your relationships that improves your business that improves your and, and obviously and strength training of course cognitive function as well so now you're sharper because you're I, I could go on for hours of the benefits of strength training all training is great i'm not saying don't do but i think what we need to do is make sure that we are stronger as we get older because that's what deteriorates so if we can keep on top of that and that's why you get a lot of people that um when they let the muscles disappear now they can't get up out of the sofa yeah because they're yeah. literally too weak and then they fall over and now they're laying on the floor can't get back up again they've got to call an ambulance and um and, and as you get older and older like into your 80s and stuff it's even more important to keep exercising you've been in my pilates classes haven't you because when i'm doing things to them i always say to them you'll thank me for this one day when you're getting up off the floor (laughs) it's an investment in your future in in the biggest way possible but you're only going to know know it when you get there yeah and and that's the problem everyone wants to know like 
they, they, a lot of people just don't care not, not intentionally but it's not important now because yeah. but they don't understand that it's so important now yeah and, the, so, and, and that's important that's that's one of the main things i would say yeah so how do we get people to that kind of state of mind then that they know it's important because we were having an interesting debate last week weren't we louise about why runners on twitter yeah we were there was quite a lot of people putting opinions in because we asked why don't runners strength train like they should we know we should do it but how well, can we get people to focus on it and well, if you go put it higher on the priority list well, if you actually have a running coach that kind of knows what they're doing, they will put strength training into your plan and they should, they should. And I kind of, I often, because of the muscle, um, what I was saying about it holds back your muscle growth um, when you run, I tell people on my program that if they haven't got an event coming up and they haven't got to run, and I understand running for your head, if you're going to run for your head, go one minute fast, one minute slow, one minute fast, one minute slow, and then don't let your body regulate. You won't get to an hour, you'll get 20 minutes and you'll be all over the place. But you're burning fat better that way and you've got this little short burst of, of training as well. Um, and I say to them, stay off the long distance running um, if you can for a few, for a, let's say it's for the last four or five weeks because that isn't going to be detrimental to their running when they go back to it. It's actually going to make them faster, stronger, um, more resilient on their runs when they go back because when you take a break sometimes when you go back it's like you've got this little friend with you helping you push you along because you're stronger and a lot of people worry oh if i'm stronger i might be a bit heavier if you're more stronger you can carry more anyway so it kind of it, it doesn't really matter about that as long as the strength you're building isn't fat <laughs> sorry the weight that you're you're gaining yeah. isn't fat and it's, it's yeah. a muscular weight um then you you will find that taking that little break can actually help or definitely incorporate the strength training within your training so that you can keep hold of it better yeah it's true that because we can reach a plateau often in our training can't we um so it's good just to kind of take a step back do something different um and that might be a way to encourage sometimes, more sometimes when i go on holiday training. i go on holiday and have a couple of weeks off i come back to the gym and i've, I've i'm in better shape sometimes yeah. Depends how bad the holiday was, but <laughs> <laughs> but the, sometimes you know your body repairs when you when you take a break. Yeah. But, if you, but even if you took a break from one discipline and did another because you like the, the you for your head, as like I said. Yeah. Um, it's all good. I find it. I find it really hard to. I mean, what I find with runners is that they do it when they've been injured. And it's kind of like, you know, after the cat's bolted, you, you sort of do it. And I and I, I just, I mean, you, it's interesting. And I suppose one of the questions I've got for you, because you do lots of different waves with your six-pack revolution. So, we, so Michelle and I doing the first bit. But you obviously get people when they start to see the result coming back. But how do you, um, how do you get them to, does there come a point when they believe in the strength training, they can see it's happening and they carry on afterwards? Because they'll only stay with you for so long, I'm assuming. Um, well, we have people on their 14th six pack revolution. Wow. Right? And some people say, so you're doing something right. <laughs> why, why, are they, why are you on your 14th? Doesn't it work? And I go, uh, no, they're on their 14th because it does work. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't, you wouldn't keep coming back to the, you wouldn't get food poisoning from a, from a restaurant and keep going back there 14 times would you and um, it's just like anything else in the, it's just like going to the gym or a zumba class or pilates class or if you enjoy it you're getting value from it and it's it's changing your life and you love it then why would you stop 
Um, so we do get people come do a lot. I think from day one, they understand the strength training, because if you think about it, that we use the battle ropes in the signature program, we use yeah. them in all, all of them. Um, these whipping weights, isn't it? They're heavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're they like are. eight or nine kilos, depending on what one you've got. And yeah. you're whipping weights. So straight away, the strength training comes in there. And then it's all about the visual, isn't it? Because um, not only do you obviously see the fat loss, but you start to see the definition and the shape, and then you start to thrive off of that. And And obviously, we've got a very um successful skilled way of keeping everyone engaged and motivating and pushing and dragging them through to the finish line um and then that euphoria they feel when they've got a result that would take most people two years in just 75 days they go oh my god how did that even happen and and also don't forget we focus a lot on the food and the nutrition side that's everything to be fair 90 percent of the results are coming from that yeah that's also important if you're in any sport or um well even if you're not in a sport you should eat properly but even yeah. more so if you're you've got certain disciplines that you do you know you need to make sure you can fuel properly for those um those tasks within your discipline that you're taking on yeah i think it's the nutrition side of thing that surprised me the most and not so when i say surprised me i mean to say i did understand and i thought i ate fairly healthily but having taken on all the protein requirements that we need now we're doing all this extra like strength training i've realized that i just wasn't eating enough um, well that's the most important macro of all yeah. which is protein and so many people yeah. don't but also the other thing a lot of people don't understand in regards to food is um the balance on the plate at the time that you eat it so what i mean by that is let me give another example let's say i had a, a bowl of rice and I had that bowl of rice, I would have an insulin spike that would come quite high, then crash, and I'd have this, this, you know, that carb fog thing going on. Now, your body's supposed to spike insulin when you eat. That's normal. But we don't want these big jumps and crashes all the time. If I'd have ate the same bowl of rice at the same time of day with my palm size and thickness piece of chicken that was stir-fried in some olive oil, a teaspoon of olive oil, for example, so the protein and your healthy fats as well mm -hmm. as the carbohydrate, mm -hmm. Now the spike is relatively small and we've got a much more balanced thing going on inside our body. Same twice though, on the same time and the same day. It's mad, mm -hmm. isn't it? And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. So they tell me, yes, yeah, Scott, I eat healthily. I go, all right, what did you have for breakfast? I had a banana. I went, great, so you had carbohydrates and sugar. It's healthy, technically, but if you'd have had your three tablespoons of Greek yogurt, your protein and your six almonds, your fats to that banana, not only have you got a more fulfilling meal, now your body's balancing, your hormones are balancing, your uh, skin and your, everything starts to radiate and thrive because now you're eating in balance. If you think about it, everything in the world works on a balance, doesn't it? Yin, yang, positive, negative, yeah. sun, moon. Um, if a swimming pool's pH balances off, it will go black and toxic. So I try and try it. It's not like you're never going to have a banana on your own, on its own again. <laughs> yeah. you'd, be, you'd do better if you didn't. <laughs> that's the truth of the matter but obviously you know life's life life's life yeah <laughs> but at least i can give people that actual knowledge that the way we should eat is always in balance if we can yeah. every time we eat but that would mean you're never gonna as i say you're never gonna have an apple on its own again while you're running out to the, pick the kids up you know yeah so so talking about carbs because you do in 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 what we're doing at the moment we we eat carbs don't you know i, I realize that and and carbs are important as well as yeah. everything else what what happens for people that are doing a lot more exercise than you know so maybe more carb carb related uh 
carb cardio <laughs> get my words mixed up there cardio than is in your sort of plan that we do at the moment long distance running yeah so longer distance running and obviously we do with canny cross when we're attached to a dog running it's very fast as well uh the distances might not be as great but what's your do we need to up our carbs a little bit more for that or is it just you you don't really need to up your carbs unless you're going to be sort of heading towards like an hour and a half type run so if you're going to do a long distance run let's say you're training for a marathon or you've got the marathon coming then i i run an endurance event zoom in week one of the program anyway every single wave so that they can um uh, people can come on and i tell them how to fuel if they are going to go up to that next level um but if you're just doing an hour of workout you don't need to have any more there's, there's plenty of carbs on six pack yeah yeah there are. this isn't yeah. six pack revolution isn't a low carb high protein a low fat it's just how we should eat yeah i suppose it's i suppose in you to get your head around it it feels like it's low carb but i know <laughs> that there's lots of carbs and other things that we're eating as well but it's not like as you say the rice and the you know well, the you, can have, you can have sweet potato and yeah. quinoa every single day in your meals you know yeah. I have, they are a starchy carb but the re- uh, reason i have this one starchy carb a day rule with those other starchy carbs is like for example if you look i want to try and get people to try different things this is also don't get either it's a mental program as well my program yeah, yeah. So I want people to step out and try things that they wouldn't normally so for example if i'm going to push them into trying sweet potato a much more nutritious potato um if you are if i get someone to uh, try quinoa instead of rice for example now quinoa's got half the carbohydrates of rice but a much higher protein level as far as a grain goes and just try and get people to make these try these different foods that are really good for us um that are very similar to what we eat anyway so if i and don't forget i've got 75 days to get someone a result that would take them so much longer so i've got to kind of i've got to do what win wherever i can wherever i can win something i'm going to win something you know that's why no and it is interesting and it's we both said haven't we and michelle's obviously a little bit ahead of me um we both said that we've noticed in our running and our canny crossing how much stronger we feel and and we're probably i'm going to say this because i think and it's just my observation from the group i'm in we're probably not your typical participant are we or are we we we're fairly fit anyway and you know we I, I my diet wasn't probably as balanced as it is now but I was I wasn't you know over excessive or anything we, we have 18 to 76 year olds at the moment that's our that's the range that we've had um we've got people with no legs with people in wheelchairs cerebral palsy I've got athletes I've got Olympians I've had an Olympic Olympian on the program I've got um like one of our um ladies and I always tell this story and you may have heard it before but she came onto the six-pack revolution and so far we've had everyone that's had an event whilst on six-pack has beaten their personal best while they're on the six-pack revolution that's why you're wow. feeling stronger even after only a few weeks you feel like a different person mm-hmm. and she beat her marathon by 58 minutes wow, wow. Oh, that's incredible yeah that marathon though was at the end of an Ironman oh wow yeah so it wasn't even a marathon on its own she beat her marathon at the end of an Ironman by 50 I told her off and we could you run a bit faster and made it an hour 
<laughs> Don't you appreciate she it, got like... into the Great Britain squad for the over 40s wow. whilst on the six pack revolution. So I'm well, pr I still get people now message me that are, that are four years ago, still message me now. I go, Scott, I've done another personal best. I can't believe what's well, going on. I yeah. did a personal best. We, we're, we're in the Canny Cross season now because it runs through the winter. And I did a personal best at the, the first event of the season for me. And um, that whilst you were on six pack or not? Yes, yes. Yeah, you were, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <There> you <go. laughs> but it's Proof interesting as well because I'm racing because I'm in the veterans. Um, I can cope with that. Um, I'm racing against sort of people in their late 40s and I'm late 50s. So, it, you know, the range is huge, isn't it? Yeah. Psychologically. And but you are you are right. You're not the. Well, I've got thousands like you, you got you girls. But if you was going to say what's your biggest demographic, it would be 30 to 60 year olds, I would say. Maybe, no, maybe if I want to bring that down a little bit, maybe 35 to 55 and they are all most of them would be on more of the overweight yeah not all like a, a, but a, a higher percentage would be overweight so we, we get like a size 20 dressed to a 12 in one yeah. way in this program like quite a lot without uh -huh. any skin yeah so we get a lot of people that come to Canicross with and i suppose this is what, what we both quite liked about what we're doing now with there's a couple of things obviously running with your dog is quite scary because you know it can be fast depending on your dog yeah. and we get a lot of people saying i can't do this i'm not fit enough and whatever and we have to try and uh you know get them to come along and but actually once you get them going the motivation you know and they forget about themselves i suppose the motivation's there but but what I've been surprised by with doing the six pack is that the motivation, my motivation is there. My accountability is there. And maybe is there any other things that you use to to get pe to keep people going? So I think I think that the the reason six pack is so successful at keeping people engaged which yeah. is kind of the question you're asking yeah. and this isn't this isn't engaged for five minutes right this is engaged for 75 days yeah um is because it starts before they start so i think it's because now six pack revolution is so famous worldwide you mm -hmm. someone will see a before and an after and that before looks like them and they go well i can look like that yeah in on, on december the 17th are you, are you kidding me and, and we go absolutely and because there are thousands and thousands and thousands of those results like so many they know that i haven't got hundred thousand people lying for me all over the world right so they know that if they follow the plan it's guaranteed and we have 100 percent success rate on those that go from start to finish and follow it without missing about yeah and that is a success rate of not just a oh that was a good result that was a wow how did that even happen type result okay so they've already got that in their mind before they start they've got the belief that if I follow what this guy tells me, it's going to change my life forever. And also they look at the Trustpilot reviews. And everyone, you know, the funny thing is on the on Trustpilot, most people give a review and they're angry, right? Most people are <laughs> yeah. motivated to give a review. People write in paragraphs upon paragraphs. Um, you've got a few bad ones in there where they just slagging me off because they don't like being told the truth. And, <laughs> and I will tell them um, because it's my job too. And I haven't got time to mess about either. Man um, after my own heart. <laughs> <laughs> I call myself the Sergeant Major with love. It's, it's kind of where it is. Um, but some people don't like it, which I understand that, you know, since we're, we're all different. Can't please everyone, can I? I'm yeah. Never find that. 
that hundred percent um, thing. So that's the first thing is that they've got they've got that they go and read the views and they they can see that actually this is not a, um, a, a, a what's the word a fad or something. This is actually a real thing. Then when they come in, they've got all that excitement going on inside. You may remember your first day and your first week where it's kind of a bit overwhelming, but we're all in it together and their teammates are there and we're all scared to death and we're all excited and Scott's in, uh, come on the screen on the starter Zoom and I start with all my motivational speaking and drive everyone mad. And it's like this big club that we've all joined. Um, and I'm in with you, remember, as well. So I'm in every single group, uh, live all day, every day and i'm accessible to everyone as well which is a unique thing i don't i don't think that exists anywhere where the actual founder is is there no i, th I think that's very evident you know yeah. i try I, and I, but I want to be one of the team I, I don't i try and come across not this person who sits above it all and just yeah. dishes out orders i'm i'm trying trying to appear like i'm in because i do the program with you anyway nine yeah. times ten depends on the month and if i'm on holiday whatever else, but <laughs> I'm, I'm in so that's the next stage so then they're all excited and like well we're gonna get and pe people might struggle at the beginning but it's still a bit too much but i get everyone to calm down i simplify everything and they relax and they start to um change the way they eat now because of the way we do this the changes are very quick you can feel them, you can feel them before you see them yeah and they're quite apparent as well after your first little bit of detox you know you start to feel like you've been plugged in and you've got this little bit more energy going on and and you feel clean yeah that's a really important word because when you feel clean it's a really euphoric internal healthy um emotion almost because i think i'll call it an emotion that cleanliness becomes a an emotion inside you and i think um they start to realize i've never felt like this before because since day one of you were you were born you've poisoned yourself full fat milk bread and butter cakes crisps sweets chocolate biscuits you name it that's what all our kids like my kids have the same don't get me wrong yeah yeah then what age 10 we're alcohol probably had first sip or maybe even earlier of your mum and dad's whatever they're drinking a beer or a wine or whatever they probably wouldn't give you spirits at the age of eight but you probably have a sip of beer um by 14 you're over the park with your friends someone's grabbed a bottle somewhere and you're, you're all trying to get um as pissed as apart and then by 16 you're in the pubs pretending you're 18 and by 18 you're drinking as often you as possibly can that's not including the fags that you've tried and then any other drugs you might have got into on top of the salt the fat the sugar the caffeine and we all wonder why we're coughing spluttering and stopping like a diesel engine that's had petrol put in it or vice versa so when you, cut, <laughs> when you cut all of that <laughs> just giving away my my childhood I know, I was just thinking that. <laughs> if you cut that out you you clean yeah a little bit like when we all had lockdown oh, apparently yeah. the whole world cleaned itself yeah. i'm not i'm not so sure that they could measure that exactly but you know um once you feel that and then you start to see the results in the mirror now that also pushes you on yeah, it does um and so on and so, so the, and, I, and obviously i've got these specially staged moments also i don't I, I keep people excited that they don't know what's coming next so for example let's say i gave all the meal plans and all the recipes and everything on day one all the challenges throughout the whole program all of them on day one wouldn't work would it no it wouldn't yeah people would kind of drop off 
yeah. after a couple so, of weeks, don't they? So I, yeah. I keep everything back. No one knows what's yeah. coming in the three days' time. Yeah. And then, you know, we've got the different phases of the meals and all that sort of stuff. So it's quite a cleverly done. And then on top of all of that, we've got the groups that actually don't realize at the beginning, but you motivate each other. Mm -hmm. You support each other and motivate each other. And then you that subconsciously you're committed to each other. Which again pushes you forward. I think, yeah, and, and I think that's very true. And and I think, and it also I think if you're doing other sports, I think, and you can see those results, I think that's where it helps. And it's helping me go on. I mean, I know I've got a strong core anyway, but you know, the rest of it, yeah, yeah, the rest of it is is really helping me and I'm enjoying it. And and my aim when I came into it was to get stronger. It wasn't necessarily to lose a lot of weight, but it was to get get stronger. Um, well, they feed each other though. So when yeah, you get, I know that, yeah. when you get out at the end of this and you look like Lara Croft, well, you're, you're going to be stronger, <laughs> you're going to be stronger and look stronger at the same time because one comes with the other anyway. Yeah, yeah. People say, oh, no, "I don't really care about." I mean, because it's called the six pack revolution, but in some ways, I'm, I'm sure so many people don't join because of the name. And I got to a point where I was like, "Oh God, what could I call it?" I could maybe I'll call it the six part revolution. We've got six <laughs> different parts of it, and then I thought, "Well, that doesn't mention bodies." Then, no, so people don't understand this a body transformation and mind. So I think part. I think people have to go through a process, which is what you're sort of saying. And I think if yeah. you're really overweight when you come in, that that thought of getting that six pack is actually probably re- more important than maybe it was to me, but but. Um, and, and the whole process that they go through when they feel, as you say, the body feels. I don't like, think it's that at all. I don't think not. it's about. No, I don't think this program's about a six pack. No, but I. What no, I know that's ironic say, because it's called a six pack. <laughs> no, no. But what I was going to say was um, that I think maybe it's the weight loss that they see in, in your sort of before and after photos. But what I think is, as they start to feel better, and as you say, with the confidence they feel and they can achieve more, and that's actually they're going to live their life better, aren't they? In you know and be able to do all these things that they perhaps couldn't do yeah yeah I, just to go back to that it is it's called the six pack revolution but really that's a fraction like a, a gazilli fraction yeah, really because it is yeah you know you, you'll get a six pack you two because you're at that level but most like we got lots of people in here so i've got a 32 dress a size 32 dress on the program at the moment now she she'll probably lose five six dress sizes yeah. um and the, all the skin will pull back in it won't like she won't have any because of the way we feed because we we don't starve you or malnourish you to this most people will realize they're eating more on six pack than they were before which yeah. is also blows people's minds how can how can i eat all this food and still it's just falling off me like yeah. dress size after dress size um but we're live with you all every day from before you start to after you finish so i step in and change people's programs all the time you know and there's a good chance that i might step into both of you at some point and go right we need to change something now you know is a good possibility depends everybody's different so yeah um, but yeah it's, it's um i think once you, if you're over well overweight once you've lost that first dress size that's another thing pushing you i want another dress size yeah so there's your motivation all of a sudden you know it's 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 a, it's a real tangible thing so that's why i think i managed to keep people engaged it's lots of things that all come together as one yeah, we're such complex creatures, aren't we, when you think about it? Yeah, there's a lot to it. 
And I think also I was just sort of trying to relate that back to running because I think um, when you start to believe in yourself that you can do things, you know, runners go out and run, but they've got to put all these other things in place, whether you're just a re you know recreational runner or whatever, it's still really important. Um, and, and so eating healthily and stuff like that is, you know, it, the motivation keeps going, doesn't it? Yeah. And also with a runner, the, the, it, it's not the dress size, it's the extra kilometer. Yes. So I've, done, I've done a 5k, for example, when you, if you started, you know, you get to your 1k, 3k, 5k, now yeah. you get a 10 in your yeah. head. I, mean, I can do 10. And, and it's the 10. impact, the impact on the body as you lose the weight as well, which, which helps you you know because you're not carrying as much load around i love i love running good I, i've hurt my i've hurt my left knee i did something that's probably a bit stupid so you can tell everyone not to do this <laughs> i i've never ran before and when i started the six pack revolution the first thing exercise i did was a one kilometer run so i'm gonna go yeah. out in the morning and do a run just get myself to moving and um then that built to a three, which built to a five, which built to an eight, which and then one morning, a Saturday morning, um, one of the participants that was with that wanted to be on the thing. This was before it was a recess, as I said. He was he was a football instructor, like he coached kids football teams, so it's pretty thick. And he went out. He said, "I'm going to do a ten k." I went, "So am I." And I went, "I'll race you." <laughs> I said, "I'll see you on the other side." I've done my 10k in 48 minutes. Brilliant. Never done a 10k before. Never done a 10k before, right? Clearly, just head was more sensible, uh, was more focused than my body because I wasn't, that was a stupid thing to do probably when I've never done one. Mm -hmm. I literally just kept going and, you know, anyway, then I'm now, oh, I could do a 15. So I went out and done a 15. I think it took me an hour and 20, something like that. And I really hurt my knee and I, I couldn't walk properly for a few days. Like I was lifting, I had to lift my legs up with my trousers. Then I said to myself, I'm going to go and do a half marathon. Just run around the streets. And I got to about 9K and the knee problem came back. Yeah. But I ignored it. Ran on that for about another three. Then I thought, well, I've still got like. Crikey, I've still got like 9K to go. So I can't remember how many kilometres are for marathon. It was 26 or something. Yeah, you know. 20, 21. Yeah. 21. I, think I might have had seven left or something to do. Oh. I can't even walk. So I'm sidestepping down the road, you know, like a side. Yeah. Side. I think I can't do 7K like this, but my head was always going to do it. I had to give up. I had to give up because the pain was too much. And ever since then, I can't even do a 3K without the knee going. Yeah. Wow. And, it, and it's interesting isn't it because it's it's about preparing your body for what you want to do yeah. and you know if, if someone who who doesn't think they can run but wants to with their dog or whatever it you can prepare your body but you have to keep it going which is again what what you sort of you you do we've got to keep that strength yeah. going yeah. and now yeah. you would know was, to build up slowly incorporate some strength. i was stupid yeah. though, so don't don't anyone else be, but you know when you just get so excited yeah. I, can, I can run forever i'm the new i'm the new runner of the of, of, <laughs> of bishop stalpin i was like i was like just wanted to get out and run all the time and I, what i will say to people is those that think they don't like running mm -hmm. it's because you don't know running because yeah. i didn't like running or the thought of it was like horrid and once i'd got into it i as you can hear i couldn't wait yeah. I was literally in the morning before the, the even some mornings I get up and the lampposts weren't even on yet I, it was pitch black and I was shoes on couldn't wait like get out the door put my headphones on 
cover myself up. I used to put my sleeves over my hands. That was Too the cold. thing. Even in the summer, I'd have a hoodie yeah. with sleeves on because that was my comfort place. I, would, I always had to be covered. I didn't like being open. Um, but yeah, anyone who thinks they don't like running is because you haven't done the running yet. And, and, and it's not easy to start with. And, you know, but it, as you say, it's that first couple of kilometres that it feels blooming awful. And then yeah. you get into it. Um, when you're attached to a dog, it gets you get into it a lot quicker, I have to say. But um. <laughs> yeah, The other thing as well is, is that it's really important, I think, to spend that time with yourself. That's the great the great thing about running in your head is that you can zone out a little bit, try and put something on in your ears that you like, whether that's your favourite music or some personal development. and just spend some time with yourself because the, the world's going to be fine when you get back nothing's yeah. going to have changed you haven't missed anything because we all fit that's what we always think like oh i can't do that because i've got to do this no no it's fine that's my most, most creative time actually if when i'm out running yeah because so, you, you just you yeah. just can kind of it's i don't know what it is it might be that that what i said earlier that boom 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 that run run step step but yeah. it's like a like a, one of those things that go yeah the um monotone, i can't think of what they call them <laughs> things and, on and people's desks with the balls hitting yeah yeah and, you're, yeah and your head for some reason clears a little bit better when you're running yeah so no. i recommend it to others but don't rush it like i did so just to finish up scott because i'm obviously uh aware of time what would be your top tips for people to well, one to sort of get on your program, but also to to what could they do now? Because we've got to wait to January to the next time you can do your program. But what could they do now to help themselves to sort of get themselves ready to run and out there and feeling better? Running? We're we talking about running or yeah, yeah, yeah. health and fitness and health. Well, and everything, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Just generally, I think if someone's looking to just improve okay. general fitness and health. So the first thing I would definitely say to people, because I know that this is a real big thing that most don't do, and that's increase your water intake. Yeah. If you're that's a lady, I would get it up to, say, um, <laughs> three litres. glasses up now. <laughs> uh, three litres for a lady and four litres for a man is what I would recommend that you try and get to. You don't have to do that on day one. Maybe start adding as you go along. First thing as well, try and have like a nice large glass of water the minute you wake up. Yeah. Get your day started where you're because you're going to have dehydrated overnight. So make sure that you 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 drink more water. Um that alone will just make you feel better and and you will be better for it. Exercise-wise, I would say don't go too mad. Don't go and build a mountain that you're going to procrastinate and don't want to climb. So uh, uh, create something that you are prepared to do. And if that's going to be strength training, then, you know, you don't have to go heavy on day one. No. Just do something and um, you can go on to, you know, you can go online and find a, a free workout somewhere. You know, you can do a beginner's dumbbell workout, for example. And you can decide what weight goes on those dumbbells. And then after maybe one or two sessions, push yourself and add a bit more weight. If you're going to run, as I said, what I did, one kilometre is enough on day one. <laughs> and then you might want to do one kilometre for a week, three yeah. days that week. It's going to take you, if you've never run before, it might take you up to 10 minutes to do one kilometre. It might take you five. It depends yeah. on you. 
Yeah. Um, so if you can't find 10 minutes three times in a week, then you need to have a word with yourself and ask yourself the one simple question I ask myself very often. And I go, Scotty, forwards or backwards? Yeah. Perfect. I like that. Perfect place to end. So uh, thank you so much. And I hope our listeners have found that really useful. Bit different from our normal one, but actually it's really, really important. So if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Don't forget to subscribe and share out there. We'd really appreciate it. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you again, Scott. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.